You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas LA After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas LA After Show. Oh, oh, here we go. You gonna give us something tonight? And Bing is for doing, and we are joined here on Afterbus TV, RB Divas LA, season one. I am your host, Bam Erickson, and this, no, this. Larice Woody, what is it? No, no uh, single lick records? Can't what? single lick record. Uh, oh, they gave me a deal? <laughs> Shut your not, mouth. I got not, a record deal already? Not, not quite. We're still working on that, okay, though. Okay. Keep it going, though. <laughs> but, but introduce yourself. I'm Megan Thomas, also known as at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm Larice People at True Peoples. Hello, my name is Alfred Nolan Thomas II. And so we want to thank you guys for tuning in. So last night's episode uh, got a little turned up. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give us your thoughts really quick. I think overall the episode, is, this is the episode I was waiting to happen. Because mm-hmm. it was like the last three episodes moving so smoothly where everybody was getting along. And it was going so some, some disagreements, but they kind of got, got over it like <sighs> mature women. But this episode, I was waiting for it to happen to blow up like boom. Yeah, I would say it was the big boom of, dang, we was going, we switched off from what, good three, four episodes? Three episodes. Three, three yeah. episodes. Yeah, I think it's finally like the storm that officially started letting you see into, oh no, they, I think they're going to make some decisions that's just going to ruffle some feathers, it's just going to start some controversy. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, I think it's the rain that's about to pour on Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think she about to be out of the storm messing around. And she going to be uh, the Nikki. Give her. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm a little sad because there's some people I'm not who shall remain nameless until we talk about it that I'm not so happy with <laughs> right now. That's how you feel? I, that's exactly how I feel. Can we get that look one more time? Okay. There you go. Right there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about that, Bill? Dun, 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 dun. We'll, we'll discuss it. Is our caller, is he on? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. So... Let's just dive in. Let's dive into uh, last night's episode. So it opens up with Shantae mm. and her manager Cheryl. Uh, What's the, her name? Cheryl. Cheryl. Cheryl or Cheryl? Cheryl. 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 Where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And you're Cheryl. from the south. It's Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Cheryl. Okay. And so Shantae was revealing to Cheryl a Cheryl about <laughs> what happened about what happened in Vegas, and they were talking about the uh, about the monologues that's coming up. So you can tell that's what was preluding to what this episode was going to be about. And so you know, Shantae talks uh, Cheryl. Cheryl asks her, uh, you know, what does she want to share? And so she says that she just wants to bring something. Um, she just wants to be able to, um, you know, give the past 
and the present about. I think these monologues is just as bad as the R&B Divas Atlanta tour that they was trying to put together. I hope it's not the whole entire season right. based, based around these monologues and what's going to happen. Because, again, with R&B Divas Atlanta, everybody wanted to do a tour. Everybody had problems with well, A couple people had problems with it because everybody, somebody wanted to be the ringleader of it. And I just hope these monologues, like, get through the monologues and let's kind of see what happens next. Right. It becomes, it, I think it's becoming a real big issue where it doesn't have to be. And I think the Divas really need to step up to the challenge, get it done. I want to see what else is going to happen. This is just the fourth week about the monologue. Uh, do you think it's going to happen? We're going to tell by the end of this episode. No, I said, do you think it's going to happen? Meaning, do you think that the monologues are going to happen mm-hmm. with the f- with all the six ladies? Oh, all six? No. Mm-hmm. Alfred? I mean, everything's been going so crazy. Like, one of the things that I think I brought up earlier was my concern with the whole monologue situation is it not being as an avenue for them to dive so deep into the traumas of their life. And I think it's kind of coming off like a competition to me where somebody saying something went wrong with their life and then someone else comes with something that it just seems like is just as tragic, if not more. Which, I mean, I think it's just the reality of what these women so happen to have gone through. But in a sense of when you project a certain image to an audience, I felt like that I was weary that it would be oversaturated in the victim overcoming something or having this tragic thing to do with it where these are very strong powerful women and and they like i said at the start of the uh episodes they were getting along they were showing you uh productivity with them working together so i was like looking for a quality new uh uh T.I. and Tiny Show type deal, where is this going back to this controversy, which is also making me concerned about what kind of product they're going to put out there. But my, I can kind of disagree with you about the competition. I think the more the women share with each other, it allows them to open up more about themselves. Because yeah. like in the beginning, nobody know what to talk about specifically, but then everyone starts opening up about their past, <laughs> or how they feel right now. I think it just allows them to be more comfortable with each other in the monologue, and letting them know that it's okay to express your hurt and your pain and those type of things that you will express in your monologue. I give you that, but it's just yeah. I'm just worried about it becoming a diving spiral of she's opening up now. I gotta open up and it go crazy. But of course, well, let's. We have a caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Good. How are you, you guys? Um, I want you to welcome Tori Russell. He appeared in last week's episode. He's the founder of the Broadway in the Hood. Welcome, Tori Russell. Hey, 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 hey! What's going on? What's going on? How are you? Thank you. Thank you for calling. So after we did our recap, um, it was revealed that you did some po- uh, that you posted on Facebook of how you were portrayed and what happened in Vegas is not exactly what happened. And so you revealed some information. So the first question we have for you is, can you explain to us why Kelly was not there at the Broadway and the Hood musical for Dreamgirls? And did you know that ahead of time? Most definitely. Can I can I tell you this first? Yes. Um, the, 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 it was two separate days. There were two separate days. Um, it was a Wednesday that uh, the show was initially scheduled to have the pink carpet, which was in honor of breast cancer awareness. Uh, we, the pink carpet was originally scheduled for Wednesday. Uh, so that was the day that the young ladies came in and actually spoke to the cast, all except for uh, um, for Shantae, uh you know, they came in and actually spoke to the cast. Mm-hmm. So that was one day, although the TV show didn't make it look that way. On that Thursday was the actual pink carpet event. And um, initially, like I said, it was scheduled for that Wednesday, but I received a call from the producers asking me to move it to that Thursday. 
And when it comes to when it comes to Kelly, we were she's always with Broadway and she's always around. And we were very much so aware that she would not be there that Thursday as well as the young ladies were. Um, the woman who was hosting the red carpet was just another media person. So she was not aware that Kelly was going to be there. But the cast, the crew, uh, we were very much so aware that she was not going to be there. Okay. And then that that would make sense uh, because we did question the random question when she yeah. asked because it seems a little it seems a little bit different. Now speaking well, speaking of the pink carpet, um, one of the comments that um, that I that I particularly made was how you how it appeared how you were kind of dismissive to the girls and you kind of brushed them off on the red carpet. But you also had footage. You also had footage um, that you guys had from PBS, which was also taping it. And it revealed that when you asked the young ladies, uh, the divas, to move off the stage, it was because you asked them to move over to your right because you had a musical uh, presentation for them. But in the footage, it, it made you appear like you were rude and you just said, move off to the side, ladies. Here's something that I would like for everybody to realize, is that the complete control of any TV show is in the hands of the editor. And when you have people that are editing, they can edit anything to look any specific way. When I sat down and I actually saw the show, um, I, I I wasn't bothered by the way it was edited or I was portrayed on the pink carpet because I knew the truth. The great part about it was we were blessed the entire time to have PBS following us for a special that they're actually doing on the organization. So there is more footage to come Mm -hmm. that will be revealed in due time. But, you know, I I, I just want to make sure that I don't step on the TV stations you know, on their on their feet. But there there's definitely more footage involved. Um so yeah. Okay, perfect. Hey hey Tori, this is Megan Thomas and uh quick question for you. How are you doing? Megan, you rock. I just want to say that. Thank you so much. I, I watched the interview and I just want to say what you there were several things that you said that were so on point about not necessarily second guessing performers and just all kinds of different things, but I, but I thank you very much for for what you said last week. No problem. We try to be fair here. That's why we're so glad that you called in, and you know we wanted to give you this platform to set the record straight from your <laughs> point of view. Um, but one thing that we talked about last week was the fact that it seemed like you kind of ambushed the women to ask them to come and bless the stage and sing. Why was it that you came and asked them? Which it seemed like it was maybe intermission. Why didn't you ask them right. ahead of time? Why was that something that kind of and you just threw on there. What was your thoughts behind that? Uh, thank you so much for asking that question. Uh, first off, the, that Wednesday, the young ladies were prepped. So when they came into the theater, um, they were very much so aware that they would be coming to the pink carpet on the following day. So that mm-hmm. was one of the questions. And, and I love the way you said um, in, in your interview last week, you know, I wonder, they, they act like they didn't even know they were going. They were chewing gum and on their phones and this, that, and the other. Everyone was very much so aware that they were coming to a pink carpet event in honor of breast cancer. Um, awareness, you know, because it was in the hood, I thought that they, you know, maybe they were assuming that it may not have been as elaborate as it actually was, so to speak. Um, But 
uh, one of the things that wasn't also shown was that, you know, somebody mentioned about uh, on one of the newer episodes about the ladies being late or about Kelly being late. Well, you know, the ladies were 45 minutes late themselves to the pink carpet, which, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood, but we start on time. <laughs> right. um, so, so, yes, they were very much so aware as well as um, they were prepared uh, when the producers... So they did the pink carpet, we did the presentation, show started. Uh, right as intermission, we were going into intermission, the producers came over to me and said, excuse me, or someone that works for the company, I can't necessarily say the producer, because I don't know, even know who that is. But the people who worked for the company came over to me and said, we want you to do us a favor, we'd like for you to go over and ask the young ladies to sing a song or do something during, or sing a song, actually was what they said, during, uh, at the end. And they're already prepared, to, and they're going to say yes. That was their exact word. Okay. So when I, when I went over to the ladies and said, hey, how y'all doing? You know, you know, would you be willing to do something? There was something in my heart that told me that something was a little fishy. So I said, out of my mouth, would you sing or speak or say something? Mm-hmm. And one of the divas actually said, hell no. <laughs> and, wait, and, and, and I Tori, agree with it. Tori, Tori, hold what's on. Funny is, Tori, what's Tori, funny is, wait, Tori. Yes, I have to ask. Ooh. What diva said hell no? I'm not gonna go there. Okay. I mean, you know what? Two things. I sincerely respect every single one of these women. Mm-hmm. They have done so much in entertainment, uh, and they were gracious enough to come out. And, and lend their time to our organization. You'll see some more stuff later on in the, in the episodes to come that I'm involved in. But uh, I still, till today, have such high regards for every single one of these women who allow someone to put their, to, to put their life on TV and edit it the way that they would like to edit it. Okay, so, we, have, um, okay yeah. we, we have two more questions for you. So, okay, so you were asked from the producers to, um, to ask if they, would, if they would sing, and they told you that they are, were already prepared. So with that, be, with that being said, and some wait, of the, wait. You said they said they were, they were prepared. Oh, that, yeah, I, that, that they had already prepped the women. Women, prepped the women. And that they yeah. were going to say yes. So my, to make sure I heard you right. Okay, Sorry. so my, my question to you is... Um, do you feel that you could have just potentially said, no, I'm not really comfortable doing that. Maybe you should go tell them to do that. Do you feel like you were set up in some kind of way to, to be made look? <laughs> I think you um, definitely was yeah. set up. I mean, because <laughs> the way they kind of came I, I, over I, to I, you. I, I'm going to say that obviously they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. when they sent me over there saying that, um, that they knew I was coming. Here's the thing. People hear Broadway in the hood and they, ha- they have no clue of your background, but I've been blessed over the years. And one of the things that I know is that you just don't do that. It's not something that you do. Um, we could, I mean, we were happy that they were there, but in the same seat that they sat in a few months prior to, Miss Gladys Knight, uh, Miss Mary Wilson, they all sat in those seats for the color purple. And, you know, without any, you know, please come up and this, that, and the other. So, when it comes to our professionalism, the level of professionalism that's expected, not only by my cast, my crew, and everyone involved in Broadway in the Hood, um, it, it is, is above and beyond what was expected. So, yes, I could have said to them, no, I'm not going to do that. But I was told that they were expecting it. So, if you look at my face in the video, what I was really thinking was, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Trust but me, I didn't say that. What I said was, oh. And if you look, I paused, I said, oh. 
okay, well, y'all think about it and let me know. So okay. that's kind of where that, that came from. Okay, and then our last question is, uh, your name was brought up in last night's episode because Kelly uh, said that she had you in mind to direct. So I my my question is, Will we see more of you on R&B Divas LA for this season? Um, are you contracted any any way with uh, with TV yeah, One? Yes. And well, the, the only reason why I can't speak to you right this second is because I don't have a contract with TV One. Okay. Um, I, you will see me in some upcoming episodes, so that that will answer that question. But um, the I, I am not one for drama, and so I I, I will not give in to. You know, some of the things that were asked, you know, when it comes to uh, drama on TV. You know, our organization is about excellence. And if I get on television and do certain things and act certain ways, then the young people that I try to inspire and that we try to nurture and and, and cultivate in Broadway in the Hood will have a a distaste in their mouth. And that's the last thing that we would want to happen. So the answer is yes. You will. Okay. So that means you, okay. It could be quite interesting. That's yes. all I'm going to say. So basically, you are the director for the let me do this because I'm brand new with the social media stuff by the way I love your show I only went to your show to, to see it because I you know I saw that it had mentioned R&B Divas LA but now I'm addicted now like you guys are so amazing and I thank you for bringing thank you thank you honesty and reality to the internet TV whole game but I'm new to the whole social media so everybody needs to hit me up on Twitter because I'm new to this okay. What's follow your Twitter me page? on Twitter Tori Russell okay. T-O-R-R-E-Y Russell okay and that way they because I was going to say because I knew a couple of days ago you didn't you weren't on social media and I was going to tell you to uh, to give information <laughs> about Broadway in the Hood but they can mm-hmm. basically tweet you now for more information they on me, or yeah, they, they can reach us at broadwayinthehood.org if they want to find out more information we're here in Virginia now I'm actually in Virginia right now getting ready to produce The Color Purple with a whole new group of 80 nice. young people okay alright well terrific um, please. if you need a singer you can call me uh, ah. I got you I heard you <laughs> Sorry, do not encourage that, Do not encourage that, please. Do not encourage. Do not feed the animals. Never part. Okay. Yes. Yes. We want to. We want to thank you for uh, calling in and chatting with us. And whenever you're in LA, let us know. We would love to come out and and check out one of your productions. And so, you guys, we want to thank Mr. Tori Russell for calling, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Be blessed. Be safe. Thanks, Tori. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, well, that was yeah, good. It yeah. was. I got me a job on the color uh, purple. All right. You're going to play Celie. I am. Oh, <laughs> and Celie didn't sing. It was <laughs> she didn't sing at all. <laughs> no. She don't sing No, she The only thing you need to practice is um, acting. Give me a line from. Uh, um, you told Hoppo to beat me. What's the thing? Until you do, do right, right by me. me. So you better, you better practice that. And you... Oh, I'm going to sing Until you do right by me. Just <laughs> like Adventures of Serial Bodies. It's a new movie right here on After Buzz TV. It's great. It's kind of like Dexter meets, uh, what is it? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a really good movie. Napoleon and it's produced Dynamite. by Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergara, who have also, they're also the founders here at After Buzz TV. Now, what we need you to do 
is to go to SerialBuddies.com, download the movies. You can also go directly to iTunes and search Adventures of Serial Buddies. And by downloading the movie, you help us here, right here at AfterBuzz TV. We're allowed to continue to, to provide this programming for you, free of ads, free of, what's my favorite word? Stoppages. Free of buffering, all that stuff. So make sure you go to SerialBuddies.com, download the movie. It helps us here. And it's fun, y'all. Funny. Laugh out loud. Hilarious. I, okay, so now let's let's continue on with last night's episode. And so Shante basically says that Kelly's too busy to do Broadway monologue. And so um, the next thing we go into Claudette at Claudette's house where they're doing yoga with uh, Shidon and Michelle. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting because Michelle did not know yoga. She was sitting in her house. <laughs> right. she, she, yeah. she Relaxed. Like, like, I thought she, we were supposed to work uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Don for the umpteen time said that she's nervous about the monologue yeah. because Don is not one. Go ahead, Larissa. I'm just saying like, Don, please put, I mean, she has a lot of issues going on. But Don, please pull it together because it's not that serious. You just tell you just telling a story about yourself, and it, I think she's stressing out more about it, and it's causing the other divas to stress out about it more because they're trying to figure out like, why are you so nervous about it. But I think she's one of those kind of people who are naturally nervous. Maybe that helped her with being in, in Vogue and being in a group and being in a setting where you have like other people around you, and I think that's why she's. Uh, much of a team player type person but I could tell just on her experience of the possibility of having to sing the possibility of doing this monologue everything's approached with that uh, but I don't uh, and I mean like, like, yeah, I mean, those type of people I'm saying that but that that's that's not very helpful to a, a yeah. career that's going to last. I mean, I, I, I mean, think it's like, I think she needs the most 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 preparation for anything in her life. But I'm going to jump on team Don for a second and the only reason I'm going to jump on uh, team Don is because we are in the fourth episode of... I agree. We're in the fourth episode, and it was brought up in episode one, and we've seen nothing about this so far. And it's revealed that this monologue, um, this um, this this play is coming up soon. There has not been any rehearsals. They don't know who the director is, who's a pianist. Like, there has been no information that has been given. I agree. I so, think, from Nas' perspective, it's like, well, hell, like, what what's going on with this? I think the biggest issue is is that Kelly has an idea, but she hasn't orchestrated the idea as carefully in, in detail. All she's saying, like, hey, ladies, I want y'all to do a monologue. Hey, I want you to do a monologue. I want you to do a monologue. I want you to do a monologue. But she hasn't tell, like, okay, this is... This is how everything's going to run. If Because she if doesn't for, have the time. She's got too if, much going if she, on. If she don't have the time, then she shouldn't try to orchestrate and okay. put all this pressure on everybody. Like, Y'all need to do this. Okay, but guess what, though? I don't so, think, but I don't think she did that either. I don't think Kelly Kelly really hasn't said much since they since they talked about it. That exactly. time. So then is it wrong for Shantae to kind of take so. the, the, the no. wheel and say, you know what, I'm going to get um, a producer and a director? Uh, no, I don't think it's wrong. Which was, I mean, I think that whole situation ended up coming off real weird because they had the talk and I think Kelly is someone who's so caught up in herself that she don't remember nothing that she ain't really like lead but, no, she had to talk thing. twice but, though but what's interesting is cause that's amnesia that ain't even like pretend no, I don't think she was lying no, you know what that I is think that, I think she was lying no I think <laughs> what it is is that I don't care about this guy I have somebody in mind and he already know my story and I don't want to tell my story to a, a, a complete stranger But but before we before we go into that Jeffrey um, Kelly's husband as husband and manager they're going over the schedule and he's going over all these things that Busy. she has to that she has to do right. and nothing was nothing in that schedule 
had anything to do with the monologues. No, no, no. Mm. He he did say though, to his to his defense, he did say that you know one of the most important things we have to do is the monologues. And he's like, we don't have anything scheduled. We got to figure out how we're going to make this all work. Correction, I meant to say that there was nothing on the schedule that says rehearsal. The director. Tory, there was nothing in the schedule that he was listing. There was the two concerts that he had coming up six weeks, but there was nothing on the schedule that said rehearsal. Acting lessons, or there was I think, nothing. I think, but I think, I think it, he was trying to. I think that's why he yeah. was having the conversation with yeah. her but to think, actually get that on her schedule. I think the bigger issue is with Kelly is Kelly is an I person. Everything's about her. She's a solo artist. <laughs> she feels as if that I know mine. I know what I'm gonna tell people, but y'all have to figure out yourself if we can continue to do it. And I think it's selfish of her to even put that on everyone else. I, I will agree with that, but I will say this. I do think it was out of place for Shantae to say, I've already gotten us a producer and a director when she was walking down the street with Kelly. She said, I have somebody in mind that we should all meet. So yes. here's the thing. If you have somebody in mind that we should all meet, then that's exactly what it is. We should all meet. It's not a decision has not been made. So mm-hmm. what should have happened is, okay, we're going to meet with him. You're not available that day. When can you meet with him by yourself? That's fine. You can't make a decision, especially when it's not your idea. But because then the, you're stealing. But at the same time as that... They they presented, oh, we're going to meet this guy this day. If Kelly was like, I can't meet this day, I can't meet this They met several times before even Kelly showed up and was like, oh, who is okay, this guy? And I agree with but, you, but, 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 they, but they should have communicated that to her and said, Kelly, since you're not available, we really want to get this thing off the ground. We're going to go ahead and we're going to select this guy. If you have a problem with that, can you let us know? That should have been a conversation. She should have never walked in there. I just think there, Kelly, in her, sure no, I think Kelly in her mind just felt like, I want Tori to, to, to be the director, and that's all she see. But she don't want to, she, she don't have no room for option for no one else. It took it took them to the end of the episode right. for Kelly to even reveal who the director was. Mm-hmm. I think in the conversation that happened between um, between Kelly and uh, Shantae when they were walking down the street, yeah. I think the conversation should have been a little bit different. I do think Shantae should have said, hey Kelly, I know you're busy. You haven't We haven't had any schedules. That's babying who? somebody. No, no, it's no, not. It's, it's, it's been respectful it's, to it's, their idea uh, that they brought to it's, you. But at the same time, it's been respectful. I think Shantae should have just said, hey, I know you're really busy. Is, is there anything that I can do to help? Because, you know, we've never done this before. Um, maybe we can meet with the producers or the crew while you're doing what you have to do. I just think that Shantae could have done it but a little at the bit same time, But it wasn't, hold on, but it was not like Shantae did say, I'm going to bring in a producer. Uh-huh. Kelly said, I'm not too happy about it, mm-hmm. but... Right. But at the same Kelly, time, Kelly, Kelly feels the need. She don't want to, like, open herself up to someone else. But guess what? It's her idea. Exactly. It's her idea. Here's the problem with but that. But what about, what about the other five it's women it's was her idea. So if they don't like it, then they need to tell her, look, Kelly, you're busy. You obviously don't have the time to do this the right way that we think it should be done. So us five are going to go do something else. And if you want to be a part of it, we want you to. But obviously, our schedules aren't matching up. But, there should have been a conversation. So same, I don't blame The conversation was twice, though. I don't think she allowed that to be an easy forum. She wasn't She wasn't showing up to things. She wasn't really explaining herself. Those girls should have known what was going on as they go into Again, see the, the performance. Or if they're in a situation where they seem like they're asked out and they have a short amount of time. I, if I was somebody who who had pull and, and, and had some prestige and had a name that I was trying to brand to keep in a certain status, I would take the initiative to be a part. I would also make sure that I tried to reach out to that person, but at the same time, I think that that wasn't easy for them or else it would have happened like that because the way Kelly was getting caught up in her own business it wasn't like she was being considerate to the ladies on the fact that she's pulling them by the shoestrings go here go here be a part of this be a part of this but then doing like a 
a ghost act this, on him. This is my thing. If Kelly really had Tori as a director, she would have said it when it was in Vegas and introduced him right. as a director. She should I have think that Kelly did not have anybody as a director. I think Shante was like, hey, I'm going to seek outside help because you don't have the time. And Kelly's bigger issue is that she don't want to. She don't want anybody else to know her story. And the fact that they went to go seek Fred, there's that, nothing wrong with that. I, I don't think that is. It's not that she doesn't want people to know her story. She just didn't want him. But she didn't know what's his name, Fred Thomas. What's his I, name? But yeah. I think it was more she didn't like the way things were going down. That's what I'm saying. She was to really That's go what I'm saying. She was because she. This was her idea. This was her baby. Everything was supposed to happen on her terms, and because they did it, then she was like, "I'm not going to be helpful at all." But this is, and okay. I'm going to use the fact that no. I don't want you to know my story. But but that's not true because she really does. She but really this, will tell her. But story. this is the thing: you're a CEO of a company. You have these individuals working with you, which every diva pretty much is an entity of what's about to happen <laughs> right now for the for the vagina law. Okay, <laughs> if you feel like the CEO's not doing his job, but y'all know the overall goal is our job to make sure we continue to go on with the progress. Kelly did not. She's a CEO. She of this vagina law. She doesn't do anything for them. They try to basically understand like, what should we do? How can you help us? And she says nothing. So what do you do? You go seek outside help and basically build everything up. And at the end of the day, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. If you don't like it, we're gonna start over from scratch and, and do it all over again. I think the problem with arm with uh with these ladies, Army Divas LA. <laughs> They don't say what they feel to each other face to face. Let's go back. Let's go back last no, week. <laughs> now, mind you, there were some things that was edited and the girls, <laughs> I, I could tell that the girls didn't know that Kelly wasn't coming because Little Mo did get on, on the mic before she sung that song. Don't you go there. <laughs> she said, she, she's, uh, Little Mo did say that Kelly, uh, they had got a text from her saying that, you know, something in regards which kind of preluded, uh, alluded that she knew that the girls knew, but, when the girls were complaining to, uh, when they had to talk with Kelly and the confessionals, they were all pretty not happy. They were all not happy with the fact that Kelly has something else to do. But not once in that hotel room, none of those five women said to Kelly, Kelly, what you did was wrong, or no, no one said anything. And they should have said something about this a long time ago. If... Um, if black is doing, if, if black is putting on a production and we don't hear anything and it's on Saturday, yo black, what's up? Are we, is right. it, uh, is some, are they we still, are we still shooting on Saturday? Mm. So I think like the women should have said something to her and said, listen, they, well, well they have been, they have been saying that they are, um, they're nervous about the whole monologue, but there should have been other questions. Who's doing what? Just like if right. somebody was doing the music video, um, yeah. Shantae knew who was directing the video. She knew who was doing the camera. So I feel like, I feel like the RB Divas should have some kind of responsibility for their lack of not, doing anything but I, I think, but I think Shantae's um, approach of trying to bring a new director was her attempt to be like look girl I gotta do something and, and, and I agree with you I'm glad she did that mm. she should have took the initiative but she should have again it's about tact it's like it's obviously Kelly's mm. idea she should have came to her and said Kelly I know you're busy I've got somebody for us let's check him out to see if he's somebody we would use mm. and when Kelly told her I'm not comfortable with that then she should have said well cool well, who do you have in mind well let's go check him out let's see what he's doing and maybe he's better than the guy that I've heard I mean, sought out. I mean, and again, like, we, like they just showed that clip. The, the conversation could have been more in, in detail outside of that clip. Right. But again, it's like Little Mo said something to her also about it and she just kind of like, okay, yeah, when are we going to meet this guy? And what did she say? 
nothing. Yeah, she and, was and sitting there. She was sitting there doing the whole. <laughs> yeah, like right. And, and I think that's an issue. I feel like, in in a sense, I love these ladies, but they're acting a little high schoolish in this in this regard, especially when they the, they kick the director out or he kicks himself out, and they have this discussion. And Kelly says that she's never heard about this producer director. And little Mo in her confessional is like, what? I was at your house and I told you about him. She should have said that to her. She should have said, what do you mean? You're okay. But you know, but I, 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 that I think up. the whole thing is like, don't lie. And about I think it. Don just kind of piggyback on, piggybacking on Kelly because Don was there also a little more taller and she's just like, oh, I never heard this. Like, seriously, like, come on, like, let's be grown. <laughs> right. But I thought like they were playing him to the left like, I never heard of him. Like, his name doesn't mean anything. No, okay. I, I think it's more so they, they never heard of him being the fact that nobody told me that you was directing this because she was like, Oh, you're the director. You're not the director. We have someone else to direct the play. And that should have been. That should, it just was ugly. It just was very rude and nasty. Again, and this guy didn't do anything to them. Exactly. He was what is his name? I want to make sure Fred. I get it. Fred, Fred Thomas Fred. Jr. Fred Thomas Jr. Yes, you got that Fred Thomas, Thomas name. Yeah, I know Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, he came like they said. He came for work. He, I saw he did. He showed up because he was supposed to do a job. Now, if you don't like the fact that he's not the one to do this, he's not. He's not the one that Kelly should have had an attitude with. She should have had an attitude with the other divas, especially Shantae. She should have mm. been like, sir, it's nothing against you because I don't know you and I don't know anything that's going on here. So I will, I need to go talk to Shantae and that's exactly what she should have But done. this is the thing though. When you walk into any, you're actress, you're actor and you're actor. When you walk in any actor, any like coach class, it's their class. They have control of that class. If you walk into my class, I have control. If you don't want to do as I ask you to do, you can leave my class. My class still going to go on, but you're not going to basically come in basically like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I thought that was real rude of Kelly. And I, I commend Fred for the way he handled that yes. situation. I know it's very hard to uh, be put on blast or be, you know, confronted in that kind of manner to where you can't really, like, lash out or say anything. you got to be a professional yourself. And walking out of that room was probably the best thing he could have done. Let's... Let's talk about the positive things that, <laughs> that Fred was that Fred was able to do. Structure. So, but can, okay, I, well, can wait, I say oh, something oh, like, before this? Even if, if she did not want Fred to orchestrate or direct, you know, the monologues for the women, at least he gave them a good star idea how right. to pull everything together. And mm-hmm. I think that we have to commend Fred for that mm-hmm. because what he did was great because for the D was actually un- understood what they what they was doing now I mean, how to, how to like orchestrate the monologue even if Kelly wants to come in and change it's okay you know it's like oh well and she's like how do you know I want to be in this lineup okay cool you don't have to but it's, it's just a, a, a outline or a format that we can kind of, or a platform that we can change at any moment and so that's that's a great point Larice and the four weeks that we've watched, the three weeks prior that we've watched, there hasn't been any rehearsal. There hasn't been right. any preparation. He meets with little. He meets with a little Mo Claudette. Uh, pretty much, all, he, he yeah he met he uh, with all the girls except for Don and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And no one knew anything. No one. It was like no one knew anything. Who shot John? Forgot to kill him. Nobody knew anything. Yeah. And he listened. He gave an idea and he ran with it. That is what a director that does. Is, that is what a director does. Even for someone who doesn't have music per se, let's mm-hmm. let's, let's look at his credits. They did reference that he did uh, direct a couple of the NAAPCP uh, Image Awards. And right? And, they, no, I thought they said he, he got, got nominated. nominated. Yeah, yeah he, he, got he, nominated. he got nominated for awards. Oh, my bad. I was, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> trying to help him out because there's there's musical performance in that. So, okay, yeah. I jumped the gun a little but, bit. But, but, but even without the musical performances, when you're a director, you at least know how to structure something, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Of course he can't write score. He can't write, you know, you're too flat, you're too sharp. He doesn't need to do that. 
he, what they really need is a structure because it's a play where mm-hmm. there's music involved. Exactly. So if, if he doesn't know music, you can always get somebody to help them with the music. The but the most important part is that it's a play and it comes yeah. off like a monologue. And Little Mo did reference in the meeting that she had with Don and Kelly that her husband, who's a musician, he's a mm-hmm. pianist. Yeah. Uh, Fred can do all of direction, right. and, f- and 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 Fred can do the music. He know he he plays. Yes. he can easily Phillip, do the music. Her husband? Her, yes, I'm sorry. Her husband <laughs> Philip. Okay. Her husband Philip knows all the music, and mm-hmm. so Philip can do the music, and Fred can direct. So go. for me, I felt that what Fred did was he was brought into a situation that he was asked to help. Now, was it was it conveyed? Was he told that he was directing or? Or was they, or, or was it conveyed to him that you can put, you could potentially direct this? I wasn't sure. Yeah. I think it's more of a sure. potential because again, like they said, they was basically seeking help mm-hmm. with their monologue. Yeah. But, but, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'll say this in in retrospect to how the women when they first got together, how everything was organic and the times they got and had sat down and had food together and naturally came with input. I think they kind of lost that system, which was working for them mm-hmm. and, and actually taking care of things. If they had bought into that, that they already had um, got together and kind of just formulated, just naturally being good hearted to each other and caring about what was going on. I think a lot of the issues that they're coming together to have right now, it just doesn't make sense. They're going against the grain of what naturally worked for them, which would have been Kelly being busy, being able to go handle her business and still have uh, a situation that the girls are being developed on under with Fred and being able to maybe take it to that next director and take it to the next level. If it had to be, well, I already had my ideas. I don't think it had to be a situation where she was totally turned off by it. I think it was a situation where, yeah, if you want to control this thing, go ahead and take your puppy back. Ain't nobody trying to take it from you. Exactly. But we're not trying to sit around and then have some garbage either. Yeah, I I just think the biggest thing that with Kelly, because she's so busy, that she should have hired somebody. If Tori really is going to be the director of it, he should have been there, like, from episode three, like, introduced, like, Tori's going to be the one to direct the monologues, and he'll be there with y'all, helping y'all direct it, present it, and the presentation. So do you think that Kelly only referenced Tori's name as a scapegoat because she didn't yes. have a director and she didn't like the fact of what she saw. Is that what you guys think? I, I don't think so. No. I think I so. wouldn't say that, but I still think that she didn't handle that, right? Regardless if that was an issue or not. Mm-hmm. I think just in the sense of if I come up with a great idea and I have a, a, a great amount of friends that are coming together to be a part of this and they all bring a lot to the table, then as a leader, I should get engaged in what we're doing. But if I just bring out the idea and then you got great great people who can take it and run with it and help you out and you just sit there and expect them just to wait for you, then you get that kind of result of people are not going to sit on a great idea. You yeah. have to be a part of those kind of um, dreams. I, mean, I think that's why that... I honestly think she did have Tori in mind from mm-hmm. the beginning, but here's the problem. I don't think she had planned that far yet. I don't think she was that far in, Kelly was that far in her planning. So she probably had Tori in mind. She probably hadn't even talked to him yet. If she did, she, she should have said that when Shantae, she, when Shantae mentioned okay, it to her. But that's why she was mad because she's like, yo, this was my idea. I wasn't, y'all just decided to take my idea and run with it. I'm not there yet with my idea. I'm trying to just make it all fit with my life. But y'all took the idea that I had and decided you wanted to take it and do something else with it. So it's kind of one of those like one ups like a prideful thing pretty much like mm-hmm. this was 
was my idea. Instead of going, you know what? You guys did take the ball with it. Thank you, because I'm kind of busy. You guys did that. Instead of being happy about that, she just kind of felt a little salty because mm-hmm. this was her idea and it wasn't going the way that she had planned, which was no plan at all. Well, it's no different in the social network before um, Mark Zuckerman kind of took over, like, Facebook. Oh, it was an idea. You didn't initiate it correctly. So what, what happened? What's his name? Mark Zuckerman. Zuckerberg, you mean? Zuckerberg. You know who I'm talking At about. At first, I did not go on the same time, I knew he was talking about. It's, it's, it's no different. You have a great idea, but if you don't initiate your great idea, it's just an idea. Mm. Right. Okay, so, I mean, I think we can pretty much go on and on yeah. because there's there's mm-hmm. many sides. Um you know, there's the side of what Kelly did and then Shantae and then how Don took sides. It, it's a touchy situation, but before we move on, it does explain. You remember a couple weeks ago, Mixed Hoop, how you reported mm-hmm. that when you were driving by uh, L.A., Yes. And you saw the um you saw the marquee that said the vagina what's it called? Uh your mama? Not, not your mama. Not your mama. mama. Not no, your- that's I don't think that's the name of it. That was I think the tagline <laughs> yeah. for it. It might be the name, but I th- when I saw it it looked like it was just the motto for it, not your mama's yeah. you know, monologue. But only Don and Kelly were on that banner. And that now makes sense because Kelly and well Don was on Kelly's side. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Tori said we will see him. So I'm yeah. wondering what we're going to see him in the next few episodes. No, except but for but I, am, I am curious as to why Don jumped on Kelly's side so quickly. And, Ke- why, and, why was, and why wasn't she there? Because Kelly got hit. A lot of them. But Little Mo has hits too, so let's uh. let's discuss Little Mo and what's going on in her uh her life. So Little Mo is visiting basically LA. I don't know if it's for the taping, mm-hmm. but she wants a new environment and a change. Her move on. And so she's trying to get her move on to to really make a mark in the music industry and she feels that LA is his place. And so she wants to move to LA, but her husband is a little on the fence about it and then the family comes down to visit so so. what do you guys I have I have I'm gonna wait till you guys but the first question is do you think that her husband Philip do you think he should have been more supportive of Little Mo wanting to come to California or do you think his points were valid I think his points are very valid I don't think you have to be I mean will you one thing I would like to say is I love the relationships on this show. Uh, I think when it comes to husband, wife, uh, uh, star, manager type situations that these guys are really like um, communicating well and, and being able to express their opinions and come together and, and you know, respect each other's sides. And in this particular situation, I think uh, Philip was right to feel the way they have, that he ha- he feels about it, especially in the sense of having a foundation in Baltimore, having a whole family, having a family outside of your immediate family to help you with the ins and outs of uh, what goes on. I think uh, it's very valid how she feels and where she wants to do. And, and I mean, when it comes to being uh artists and being at different points in your life there are going to be some decisions that are going to take some real uh compromises or some real decision making between you and your family and i think that they came together the correct way even allowing the kids to have a voice and an opinion about that i thought that was brilliant i don't know about that i I mean i I think in the sense of knowing where their heart is i think you should care if you care about your kids and allow them to grow with your family i think you should Ask them how they feel about it. Whether at the end of the day, mom and dad or mom and dad. So I, I feed into that just as much as I feed into giving your kids the 
the platform to have a mindset and then be a part of the family and feel like they're part of the process of things that's going on. I agree with you. I, I do think that, you know, you should allow your children to, Thank you. you should ask your children Before what they think. But again, my... it's about how you do it. I don't mm-hmm. think it is ever okay to talk about another parent in front of the child. And the scene where there were, uh, Little Mo's family was there, her parents were there, all her kids were there, and she was basically saying, like, you know, you, I don't, to me, she was talking bad about their father, and she was putting, I didn't take it that way. Well, well, she was putting the business of the parents out for their kids, and I think the only thing kids should worry about being is kids. Don't worry about mommy and daddy's custody battles and and that kind of stuff. So I didn't like the fact that all of that was laid out. The stuff she was talking um, about with her parents was laid out before the kids. I feel like she should have said that with her parents and her husband aside from the kids, and then ask them later, like, hey, what do you guys want to do? And, and I think I agree with you. She should have asked him, but I just think the venue, the time and the place was not correct. Been, yeah, well, maybe, maybe a, been a, definitely a better venue, but I mm-hmm. still am all kind of. On the <laughs> she tried to sweeten him up. Me like, no, I'm not saying venue. I mean, I'm I'm talking, I mean the a, people that were present know, in know, the conversation she was having. I mean, I thought that's a uh, more of a conversation at the home, and and probably you warm up to it. But I didn't mind the the way they had the grandparents, her and him, and able to express their opinions. I thought, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like they had harsh conversations, so I thought it was healthy. I mean, if the dad ain't doing nothing for the daughter, they know that. So it's I, like, I, 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 Again, I don't think that's something you say in front yeah. of your children. They can, they can figure that out on their it's own. True. I, I, I agree with you on that one, but I think it's also interesting that we see where little Mo gets her... <laughs> Her, her where she gets her little moaness from yeah. because her, her, mama. Her, her mama is very off the hook. Yeah. I love her. And I don't although I dis although I disagree with um I disagree with little Mo's mom and some of the comments that she made. Mm. Like what? Um I'll tell you just as soon as I find them. Um well, you look for them, and I will say this. I agree with... I'll say, at first, I had a problem with her husband not being on her side about bringing the kids there. But when I saw her support, I saw her family, it makes sense. And her mom was right when she said, nobody's stopping you from going on with your career. I disagree. Mm. That's the, that's. She said, nobody's stopping your career, boo. That I disagree with. If this is... If this is the place, if L.A. is a place where she can go to to advance her career... Then I feel like they should support her. She's a great singer. She's already had, she's already had success. If she needs to go to the next level, then rather than say nobody's stopping your career, I felt it was, I felt it was a little out of pocket because let's be honest, um, little Mo, she's, I don't want to disrespect the husband, but she's probably the, the breadwinner of the family. Although he's a great musician and composer, mm-hmm. she potentially may be the breadwinner <clears throat> of the family and, Although the although although the grandparents are you know taking care of the other two kids because they're there, I feel like if your daughter is trying to go to the next level, I mean Baltimore, California, Baltimore, California, California, Doesn't California work. is probably the place where she needs to go, and I feel like there's a, there should be support. Right. But I think that's their version of the support. It's saying we'll take care of them so you can go do this. Because Thank how you. she again, her husband said they don't have any help. It's very expensive in LA to have a nanny. So you got your parents who you don't have to pay LA nanny I, prices to. But she, I but, just think his. Big, but the parents are okay. But the parents are 
retired and she wants all four of her children with her while they're in I, LA. I think this was an extra thing to that. But this that's, mean. But that's, but that's not an thing, extra, no. Those are her children. And but again, and her husband says that they're also someone else's children. But this, their father's but, but children. This is, but the father's not even a part but, of their life. But this is the exactly. thing about her husband, though. Like, his thing is, I really don't think he want to be in L.A. He'd rather be back home because he have, he's comfortable mm-hmm. back home. Everything he talks about, he, he talks about no pros about being in L.A. All the pros is basically like, you have your family, you have your friends, you have your auntie, you have, your, you have all this back home. But at the same time, as a husband, if we're going to do this together, even my significant other, I'm going to support you regardless of what. Okay, babe, maybe not right now. Let's kind of see how things go over the next six months. And then we kind of see about moving the kids out here because we just moved out here. Let's kind of get our feet settled in L.A. first. But his whole thing was just like, no, 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 no. And I think it's wrong for him not being supportive of Little Mo. He just basically could have told her in different words, like, I support you, but let's kind of wait and see what happens before we actually move the family out here right. not say like oh well your mother's there your children's there your auntie's there my friend's there everybody there our family is there but I just feel like that's not being supportive of what she want to do she want to pursue a career and advance a career and make sure she continue to make hits and make money for her family you're not supporting me as a spouse overall his whole disposition says I'm not moving to California I don't want to be here I mean I, so, I, I I still side with Philip in, in a lot of ways. I think that there are some things that are more valuable than uh, just pursuing right. your dreams and, and making money and, and reaching accomplishments. And I think that's the important thing of why it's such an issue between that particular family because they have found real values in family and being home and having your kids and your grandparents near them to be able to help you take care of them while you're going on tour, while you're doing all this other stuff. So I think, uh, I think it, I, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I've, I'm somebody who's, uh, dove in for my dreams and come out and move from the South to California and don't have the family and all that stuff. But there's a lot of things that I have gained and I've have been able to enjoy, but there's still like foundational things that you don't have that matter and take yeah. sacrifice. And when you it. have, and it's a different ball game when you're married and you have kids because you, mm-hmm. you can't always be selfish and say, I'm not saying she's being selfish, but the fact that she's like, this is what I want to do and we're going to do it. That is a little selfish when you got kids involved and you got a husband. And I do think he should side with his wife. I, I, they're mm-hmm. a team. That's why it's a trial period. Okay, and I agree with that. I agree with you on the, the trial period. I just think that it, you got to take your family into consideration a little more when it comes to your dreams, if you have children that depend on you and you're married. Yeah, but of course. The same. And well, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> if those kids are in private school, she needs, they need money in order to have right. from the kids to go to private school. So she can so, take, get on that and, plane. And she can't, and she can't go to working a, a, a um, a regular type of <laughs> nine, nine to five, five job, but <laughs> I, I don't know? think that ever has yeah, to happen. Yeah. I mean, with the way school systems is and they have breaks, I mean, there's always uh, uh, enough family time to feed in the fact that you are using the other time that you're not with your family to engage into your career. Right. But I, I would say if she's kind of cheap. You know, I love Lamo, but the fact she she is cheap, I'm like that too. I'm I'm frugal. I call her frugal, honey. But <laughs> what I'll say is, if she's gonna be fr- there, there's give and take. There's pros and cons to each side. If you want your kids with you, then you're gonna have to stop being cheap. And frugal, you have to pay for nannies, you have to pay for private school, you have to pay for the lawyer, sitters, the lawyer, everything. Or she can take you know, the cheaper route. go home with that, honey. Right. But she can take the cheaper route and she could keep her kids with her mother for and right father. Now. Right. Uh, I just think that as a, I, she, I think she just wants all her kids to be with her. She yeah. wants to be in LA. Which is very creditable. I mean, yeah. you know, and not to take away from but, somebody wanting that. But, but one thing that I, I commend uh, Philip is when he said that. The kids have other parents, and I thought that was really respectful. Mm-hmm. That although it appears that um, 
the kid's father is not around for the two girls, mm. that he was still respectful enough to say he's not the only one that they call dad. So, um, and and I, I just I want to say this. I go. love little Mo's quotes, by the way. Mm-hmm. But she was like, how long is the, the monologue? She's like, everybody vagina going to be sleep. She's hilarious. <laughs> she is hilarious. I love her. So final thoughts before we go into news and gossip and predictions? I think next week is really going to kind of... It's going to hit the fan even more well, next we'll, week. We'll do predictions, but just about this episode, any any final thoughts? I don't know if Kelly's my friend anymore in my head. Yeah. Not I, this episode, I Kelly. think, like, we're really going to see the, like, Kelly's, like, she's a nice person, but really we're going to basically see the dictatorship. And I don't think um, Shantae's going to let her get away with it. Shantae I think, got I think like, this, this, this whole episode was a great depiction of I mean everything may not work all the time hopefully we could see them get out of this but I, I think it is a proper um, point of uh, a battle for them I mean I think everybody's really uh, engaged and caring about the monologue situation so I think that's it's the passion that's making them really fight more than just ignorance do we have any news on gossip we yes do. After Buzz TV News. Oh, got the news. Got the news. <laughs> Everybody, I just want to let y'all know, Shantae Moore is having a concert uh, on Saturday, August the 10th. Snap. Doors open at 8.30 um, at the Savoy Entertainment in, out in Inglewood. So if you have the Inglewood, opportunity. California. Inglewood, Inglewood, California. So if you had the opportunity to be out there, please go out and support Miss Shantae Moore of Miss R&B Divas LA. I love how the Savoy... I love how Savoy and Inglewood they Yeah, I'm gonna be there now. They bring all you know, all the they get all the stars there. I love the Mm -hmm. fact that they bring it to the community. Like me. So you're going? I'm gonna I'm gonna be singing. Oh god, girl, please. (laughs) All right, so let's let's go into predictions. Predictions. And now the flashing lights and stuff. <laughs> you guys um, already kind of gave predictions, but if you have something else, then I predict ahead. Don's eggs are gonna be rotten. No, I'm just playing. <sighs> the, no, but the next that episode, that's kind of like that, rude. That, the doctor said that. In your forties, your eggs are rotten. That's messed up. No, I think, I, I think um, she's gonna get hit hard when he when she talks to him. But I really do feel she'll she'll be okay. I do think she's gonna be able to have a baby one day. Uh, soon. Not if her eggs are right. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Black? I believe that um, I think they're going to come to a conclusion or some kind of way to get around this whole um, Kelly and, and the power control situation. I think uh, her and Shantae are going to have to come to some kind of uh, understanding, and I hope they do. But I like the fact that they get along. <laughs> My thing, it's not even about just Shantae. I think Claudette is going to be sassy. Cause why? Because you kept on looking at her boobs. She's so fine. I'm saying she's, episode. she's so beautiful. So fine. All of y'all looking right. at her boobs. My, how you say that? Like, she looks good at every scene. Usually, you know, the faces go from makeup, no makeup. Her job be like, still good, still good, still good, still good. She's So, Kelly, too. Inside, inside. No, when Kelly doesn't have makeup, she's still absolutely gorgeous. When Kelly gorgeous. was at that piano. She looked good. She looked all right. No, she looked beautiful without her makeup. You hate her. Hey, I'm well, saying I have my favorites, but at the same time, I just think Claudette's going to speak up more. I think she looks so. She looks she sad. She like um, Shantae. I like how, I like how Claudette tries to be the peacemaker when they were having the mm-hmm. conversation after mm-hmm. uh, before Kelly um, you know kind of stormed out well Kelly I feel Kelly is still a friend to me and so <laughs> she is just not for this yeah. episode for me she, Kelly Kelly you are still a friend for me but I do think that 
I do think that I I think that she needs to realize that just as you were confronting all Fred all in the face, I don't know you, I don't know you. I mean, she totally took it back to New York, and I don't think that's really necessary. Just went too far. I just think that Kelly needs to realize just as you don't know the director, the other girls don't know your boy Tori, and so it has to be. You guys have to come to an understanding. Sit down, have a conversation, right. get to know who this guy is. Look at his credits. He's been nominated for uh, for Image Awards. Look at his credits. Go vet him as you would do anybody who's doing your music video. Right. And then sit down and have a conversation with him. I just felt like because of how she walked into the situation, she's not trying to hear it at all. She does not... Want right. to deal with him. Yeah, right. I'm that. yeah. <laughs> right. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. Hit me up because I want to hear from you. And don't forget to go to iTunes and download Adventures of Serial Buddies. Alfred Thomas, all eyes on black. Check it out. Larice <laughs> yeah, People at True Peoples on t- Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, check out www.trupeoples.com. And I'm Bam Erickson, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. Well, this is it, you guys. We had a great show. We want to thank our guest, uh-huh. uh, Mr. Tori Russell, for calling in. This is a great show, and we want to see up. you. Um, we'll see you guys next week. So, thank you guys for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.